right, so can our thoughts become things? If that be the case, what exactly do we need to do to make that happen? A special guest today on Insights into Success is Dr. Frank Seitz, the author of 15 books, or is it 16 now, Frank? Have I got it yeah, wrong? It's 16, 16 now. <laughs> okay. And including The Happiest Man in the World, which I'm pretty interested to hear about that one because that's quite a statement, yeah. uh, who's going to help us address this very question. So welcome, Hank, to the show. Well, thank you, Paul. I appreciate you being on uh, and really inspiring uh, people with your show that uh, it's just fabulous. And I think everybody's going to love our uh, time together here. It'll be very enlightening. Yeah, I'm super excited because I know you have a lot of energy and that's um, fantastic, you know, talking to people with energy. Nothing worse than interviewing someone and they don't have a lot of energy. So <laughs> it always helps to make it that much more enjoyable. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask you a fairly random question um, just to kick it off. But you've got a doctorate. What is it in? Yeah, so my PhD is in mental science. And basically, that is a study of how thoughts become things. And I've been uh, teaching this for almost 30 years. And in the last oh. five years, all of science and the different disciplines uh, uh, that, that literally every type of discipline in science has agreed that there's three steps on how any of us can have a certain experience. In other words, how to have our dreams come true. And they basically have agreed that, and this is quantum physicists and microbiologists have stated that those three steps are the first one is our all powerful thought, Paul. And okay. so we don't realize how powerful that our thought is and that our thought, we can literally capture the energy that creates worlds and create it into our life. So our thoughts then, step one, create what okay. the scientists say, creates energy. And so the whole universe is made of energy. And sometimes people ask me, well, what is God then? And God is this loving energy, if you will. And that energy, what really we would call is our emotions, that our emotions then create what the scientists call matter, M-A-T-T-E-R. And this okay. is why thoughts become things. So I guess just just why I'm thinking of this, I mean, that, that sounds amazing, but the one worry is just how effective can it be? Like if you have a bad thought, if you think, oh, gosh, I hope I don't get such and such illness, how much at risk are you of getting that if it's just an isolated <laughs> thought? Like how much do you have to do something before it really can actually materialize? Well, yeah, that, that's a great one. And and you used uh, two 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 words there that are real killers for us not to get what we want. And that is the word, but, you know, oh, I think it's true, but, and then also <laughs> that, oh, and, you know, I really worry or fear. And that of course is what we don't want, you know, the worry and fear. So uh, the good news is, is that we actually have a buffer of time. It's about one minute. And so if I think on any subject, for one minute or longer okay. that I'll actually create that energy. That's why when we say, 
oh, I wish that person would go to hell <laughs> and, uh, that they aren't going to go, if you will. Uh, yeah. But it's done on you as you judge others. And so uh, because that's the energy you're you're building, that negative energy, if you say that about some person, whatever. So that's yeah. why I love your enemies. And because, again, the only person it really affects is you based on whatever your thoughts are, because your thoughts, remember, create this emotion, this energy. And then the universe comes and brings you whatever that feeling is that you had. So a lot of people tell me, well, you know, that this really can't be true. My thoughts aren't that powerful because mm. I have been thinking about, I want more money and where's my yeah. stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, really what has happened here, Paul, is that when people say I want more money, really, what are they feeling? They're feeling I don't have enough money. And, and so, and we're begging, if you will, oh, please give me money because I don't have enough money. So thus, my signal is I don't have enough money. And then you will be insured to get more, not enough money. <laughs> so, so am I kind of understanding this right? It's like the words are superficial. It's the energy behind it. So we might say, we want more money, but the energy behind that is the fact that I don't have the money and I'm wanting it. So as much as we're asking for it, the energy is actually saying you don't have yeah. money. And that's what we're attracting is more of the same. Yes. And and here's what one of our challenges is uh, all of us have been brought up to like face reality. You know, we've been yeah. told face reality. So we're told that what we're looking at, what we're experiencing right now, whether it's health, money, relationships, our business, you know, it doesn't matter that we have been told this is reality, number one. And then okay. number two, we have been told that uh, we need to manipulate the outside world in order to get what we want. Well, let me talk on those two points yeah. that, first of all, that when I'm when I observe whatever I'm observing right now is old news because I shared with you, it's thought creates energy, energy creates what I'm looking at right now. So if I keep on looking at what I'm seeing right now and experiencing, I'm going to get more of it because now this is what I'm thinking. So each one of us has about 60,000 thoughts a day. 80% of those thoughts are unwanted or negative thoughts. And no wonder, because we keep on looking at what is, instead of thinking about this as an inside job, so it's not manipulating the outside world, it's managing my inside world, realizing that what I'm seeing right now isn't reality. The reality is what I'm thinking and feeling right now that creates my bright tomorrows. Wow, interesting. Okay, I, now I want to, no, actually, before I go there, I, one question I'd want to clarify. So for people that are non-religious, do you have to be religious in order to accept this and for this to be a reality? 
is, it, is this religious based or if you're religious you can uh, you know it sort of i guess it, is integrated into it can, can you just it, clarify it, that for me i can i can and so to answer your question directly but then to put some explanation around that yeah. that you don't need a religion there is not one right re religion i mean there's no yeah dominant religion in the world where 90 you know percent or whatever of the people are this religion and the other 10 percent are going to hell okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it's really done on to me as i believe and the kingdom is within so if you just keep it real simple and you yeah. don't have to complicate it if you want to call it god that's great now most of us yeah. have been brought up though that God is this superhuman, we typically people uh, say like he, okay, well, that means superhuman, okay, and so yeah. is this superhuman that's living in a place called heaven and is pointing down judging us, well, <laughs> You know that 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 is not a, a God is this loving energy, and so again, I don't even like using that word God because we have these conflicts of thought from children yeah. on how we have been brought up. So I'm in America, I'm in the United States. Uh, most people are Judeo Christian, and so I was brought up Christian, and so I have this concept of. You know, this is how um, religion is. Now, if I were born, and so so thus I was born Christian, and I'm actually an ordained minister because I wanted to understand this God stuff and wow. the Bible and everything, and it did help me to really tap into the essence of the kingdom within us. Yeah. And so we have this beautiful opportunity to be able to, realize and kind of awaken that for example if i were born in india i can guarantee i wouldn't be christian right and so you know what is right or wrong and that's why i really want to get off the topic of that because sure. there's so much confusion let's just keep it simple with your thoughts you could create your experience and you can have whatever religious spiritual beliefs or non-beliefs that you want that it's going to, and this is kind of how it, it, it is, if you will, that, and I'm kind of famous for a couple of these quotes here, that, <laughs> that you, you can't expect, think about what you don't want. So, oh, I don't want COVID, or I don't want to be poor, I don't want to get sick, or I don't want to get yeah. into a fight. And so you can't think about what you don't want and expect to get what you want. Do, do and want. that's a biggie there, Paul, my friend. Yeah. Because yeah. what better stated then is that when I think about what I want, I can expect to have it. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to talk about something that really I, I can only imagine tested you. And I'm really interested to hear about the experience and your interpretation on of that. And that is your accident that you had back in 2016. Could you tell us a bit about that for a start? What actually happened? Yeah, so um, it, it, to start with the broader perspective first is that yeah. um, this world 
is a perfect world that has everything we want and everything we don't want. And when we brush up against something that we don't want, and so we lost a job, we got COVID, you know, whatever, that it actually bursts and your inner being, your higher power actually bursts new thoughts of what you do want and new feelings. And this literally expands all that is, if, if you will, puts eternity into us and all that is. So it's the happening place in all the universe, and it's just fabulous. Again, most people just ponder upon and are in their pity party on what they don't want, (laughs) and they don't go to where our inner being and our higher power goes on what we do want. Now, about, oh, six, seven years ago, I was driving along in an 18-wheeler truck was towing an 18-wheeler truck. Oh, wow. And I was, it was on the left-hand side going slow. So I was, I went on the right to pass it and it lost control. And the, this truck literally went into my car and into me and totaled my car and totaled my body. Wow. And since I know the truth of everything, happens based on what we're thinking that when I woke up, I was paralyzed from my waist down. And the doctors basically said, we've ran all the tests and everything, and that you will never walk again, that you are permanently, and I'm a Vietnam veteran, I'm a veteran. And so the VA told me, the hospital, that that they told me that I would be permanently disabled, permanently homebound. And, wow. you know, I I thought about that and I asked myself one question, is this what I want? And my answer was, this isn't what I want. <laughs> so what do I want? And this, if every one of you will please just do this simple little thing. Whenever you're up against something you don't like, Simply look at it. Don't put any energy into it because otherwise you'll get that worse along with you'll create more things similar to it, what I call cooperative components. But to simply look at it and even point at it and say, this is what I don't want. And then turn the other cheek, if you will, and ask, what do I want? So I asked, what do I want? And the answer came loud and clear. I want to walk. I want to be able to feel my legs. I want to be able to walk and enjoy outside and nature. And I want to have a a full life. And so from that moment on, I started to breathe deeply. Uh, Breath is the fastest way to connect with our higher power, our breath. And so it's about five seconds in and five seconds out. And if you do that for about a minute, you literally connect with your higher power. So I would breathe deeply and I would just start to imagine and think about me walking and how great it is for me to walk. And it was one minute after one minute, one week after one week, one month after one month. And all of a sudden, one day, I felt a little energy, Paul, in my right toe. And I then, because I know whatever you focus your attention on grows, I focus all my attention 
on that little movement in my right toe. And breath after breath, thinking about that beautiful energy and just flowing up my right leg. And I could literally start feeling it going across my waist down my left leg. And within months, Paul, I was able to stand. Wow. And turn. And this, this, people say, my God, it's a miracle. And it is a miracle, but it's not just me that can experience the miracle. Right. All of us have the ability to experience miracles in our life, but we have to ask for it. If we don't ask, we can't receive it. So how long were you visualizing every day about walking? How long, what sort of amount of time um, did you have spent? Lots. And what actually helped me was when the doctor would come up and say, Yes, you'll never walk again. And I went <laughs> to myself because otherwise they'd put me in the loony pit or whatever. <laughs> and I'd have more problems. And so <laughs> instead of addressing them at all, I would just say to me myself, this is what I don't want. What do I want? And I would just start building that energy more and more and me walking and just loving it and able to do it. And sure enough, then it happens. And so, and literally we can, we, all things are possible for us. We can be, do, and have it all. The only thing that's in our way. So we don't, there's no devil against us. There's nothing working against us. No person can, can hurt us. No company, no government, no nothing. The only thing in our way of having it all, the way that we want it is ourselves. And our own resistant thoughts about, oh, that's not possible, or he can do it, but I can't, or whatever. And instead, realize and stand tall. And and we reawaken your voice and your inner core, if you will, and awaken the giant that rests within us all. Yeah, I guess that reminds me of a quote I like. Uh, I'm not sure where it actually even comes from, but... We're only limited by the limitations we put upon ourselves. Yeah. It really ties in with what you're saying. So take me back, though, to the event itself. At that time, how did you interpret it? When you came out of, out of, um, I, I presume it would be you're in a coma, when you came out, you yes. became conscious, right. what was your initial thoughts? And, and did that change over time? You know, why did you think it had happened to you? Yeah. So, that all and, and that's a, a very good question because that's where confusion starts creating mm. when we go, oh, why that happened to me and poor me and, you know, we live in our pity party about it and, you know, whatever and trying to figure it out that, yeah. you know, it, I, I don't know why it happened. I know, though, that everything that happens to me and to every one of us is actually yeah. a blessing. And yeah. so think about this, that. This provided, and I kind of tease and kid about this, this provided more material for me, right? Share <laughs> you know, it, you know, with people that I'm able to live that experience. So if anything, there is one of the blessings, okay, that, yeah. hey, you know, I'm able to do it. But see, instead of worrying about the past or, or buying into the present, that it's all about, thinking about the future and what will be and how you want it. 
And so, but in the present tense, so feeling your wealth, feeling your health. And if you will just say, and here's an easy sentence to be able to use, and that is to every day, if you will say, and I'd write it on three by five index card or whatever, but that I desire a long, happy, healthy, and wealthy life. Just that. And if you will then think about it for at least a minute, I'm just loving that, you know, you're so healthy and, and sending that signal to not God out there, sending the signal within you into your subconscious yeah. mind, the kingdom within on this feeling. And what will happen is that feeling will then match everything in the outside world. And so when I feel good, the magic starts happening. And so it's all about this feeling good. And so I want to give a gift right now to um, everyone listening. And you're listening that you've been attracted to this. That you've been attracted yeah. to Paul. You want to be more. You want to do more, have more. And so that's why you're here. And so I would recommend that that you, you do what I call, it's my joy shop. And it's something every morning that you read the joy shop. And again, I can email it to you all. You can just email me drhank at drhank.biz, B-I-Z. So Dr. Hank, drhank.biz, easy peasy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and ask me for the joy shop. And I will send you the joy shop that will improve your thinking. It's only about 15 minutes first thing in the morning. So if you got kids or whatever, wake up 15 minutes early. It'll be worth it because you're going to begin to be the deliberate creator you were meant to be. We all create, but most of us don't create the life of our dreams because, again, the reasons that I've explained. And so but now you will be able to. And it goes through an exercise of three things to write down then after you read this joy shop, it uplifts you, it raises your point of attraction. And you write down these three things about your life and what you desire, what you appreciate, and then you prepave your day. In other words, you start calling your day the way you want it. And then my travels are smooth and easy. I track delicious and healthy food. I attract amazing people. I laugh more today. I smile more today. And when you start asking for this, you don't have to figure out the how. The father does the work. You just need yeah. to ask for what you want. Father does work and then you need to receive it. So I help people in my coaching, my happiness and success coaching to be able to understand your asking, how to think about what you do want. And then also to do what I call step four, and that is allow it. And that's the only two things we need to do in order to have it all, Paul. And so the critical part of all that, though, is the energy, the, the, the feeling behind what you're asking for. It's yes. all well and fine to have the words, but you've got to envisage actually getting it. Yes, and the well, joy shop right? will help you with that. And the joy shop right. will help you with having the feelings that create what you want, not what you don't want. I have to say, you know, with what you do, you know, with the accident, like people beforehand might go, oh, well, you know, it sounds good, Dr. Hank, but, you know, it doesn't really work. Then you've had this accident and then you have gone from, you know, 
potentially being in a wheelchair for the rest of your life to being fully mobile again, um, what better way to prove that you you know it can actually work? You, yeah. You've demonstrated it through your own personal experience. Absolutely. And other things, too, that, you know, and yes, it's, you know, a remarkable miracle. But, you know, it's my relationships that I have. It's uh, the wealth that I have that I've created it all with my my thoughts. And, and then, again, those feelings that, you know, create that. So, and it's easy. See, a lot of people will come to me, well, you know, but they say, but, and then I have a bunch of reasons why. You know, they can't do it or whatever. And um, uh, and then they go, you know, and it's really hard. Well, that's your prayer then, and it'll be really hard. And if you say it takes a long time, it literally can happen in a moment. It's this all-powerful moment where we're at. And if you will be in a moment for a minute on really thinking about your long, happy, healthy, and wealthy life and how beautiful today is and how you're going to laugh and smile, that you will start seeing, uh, you know, the same day in that moment, you will feel better and you will start seeing the magic happen in your life. Now, tell me, you wrote a book, um, The Happiest Man in the World, <laughs> uh, which is before your accident. Yeah. Were you really feeling that happy? Um, and what was the basis for you feeling so happy? Yeah, it's a great one. My publisher, um, after writing several books, uh, my publisher came to me and said, you know, you've had the most amazing life. And so I'd like to do a um, autobiography on you. And so to do your story. And I said, great, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. And um, and so the way that we did it is basically they would interview me. And so we would talk, I would answer quite, you know, all my childhood and whatever. And when we were about halfway done with the book, if you will, we still hadn't had a name for the book. And my publisher came to me and said, hey, I want to, I have great news. And I said, oh, super, what, what is it? You know, more great news, you know, bring it up. I love good news. You know? If you call my voicemail, it says, hey, I can't wait for the good news. You know, people just call my voicemail just to get re-energized. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and they're going, oh, my God, it's best email, you know, really lifted up my day, you know, et cetera. And, um, and I said, great, what's the name of the book? And they said, well, we think it should be called because every time we interview you about your life, no matter how bad it would appear that you always had a way to look for the wanted in it, for the good in it, and that we think we should call it the happiest man in the world because we're the, you're the happiest man we've ever met. <laughs> And that's how it was called, The Happiest Man wow. in the World. And, and really what the book is about is, you know, most people are living life going up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. Yeah. And it's all based on what's happening in the outside world. Oh, I got a pay yeah. raise or whatever. You know, I got a, you know, deal. I got some money, you know, whatever. You know, someone said something kind to me. And so then they go up. But when somebody says something, you know, unkind or whatever, or, you know, mm. I got another bill, that then I go down. And so we're, you know, we're kind of like this hamster on this wheel, you know, except yeah. that we're going up and on, up and down, up and down on the trampoline. Well, what I've learned to do, and everybody can, and with my coaching, you will be there, is you rise above all of that. And so instead of going up and down, you rise above all of it, and you see the beauty and the blessing in everything. 
And when you do that, then you become the happiest person in the world. <laughs> so you must have some moments, though, when you're feeling a bit down, do you? And and if you do, what what's your strategy to get yourself out of that and to get yourself, you know, back yeah, to feeling so, you positive? Know, and, and the point, you know, and so here's one of my challenges on the question is, uh, another downer question, you know. <laughs> like, why, why do we have to talk about what doesn't, you know, play out? But I get it, and that you know, that hey, most people are, you know, down whatever, and so you know, I get it. So yeah, if if I have, um, you know, and I'm trying to think back, and it, it would be difficult for me to think because I'm so disciplined to just look at at the good. But you know, wow. I think about. Oh, you know, one morning, maybe I wasn't feeling on top of the world, okay? It's no big deal. You know, you don't pay attention. You know, hey, just not feeling real good. You know, it's no big deal. This too shall pass. And that because I'm not going to focus my energy on any of that. And what happens is, is that you start raising your overall set point, if you will, of your energy level. So if you look at energy, at the top energy is love and empowerment and happiness and joy and all those things at the bottom. And I help people like um, when they're thinking about committing suicide, that means they're just separating so much. You can't completely separate uh, completely from your higher power, but you are so separated that you no longer want to be in this physical experience. And so at that bottom point, that's disempowerment. You know, and then there's hate and anger. And anger is actually better than like hate or disempowerment because at least you're saying, I want to get out of this. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm getting yeah. angry. So most of my, I'm also a behavioral psychologist and so many, most behavioral psychologists will be, um, you know, I'm not going to, um, at that, hey, don't get angry. Come on now, you know, let's settle down. And uh, no, I encourage it. I say, let's get angry. What are you mad about? So that we can address it and we can see the blessing in it. So anyways, there's this vibrational level and we all have a set point and there's kind of a center point where either you're thinking more about what you don't want, your life isn't very good, et cetera, and you're you yeah. know, gossiping and whatever, versus, oh, there's hope. And so hope just is a little above the line. And then there's there's faith, and then there's um, a laughter and fun and then joy. And so the more that you're there, the more you raise your set point. And as you raise your set point of your vibration, that you then attract more of the things that you desire that make your heart sing and so uh you know and some people you know again maybe someone said oh you know well i don't know you know that's la la land dr hank's la la land well let me tell you i would suggest that you go there for at least a little while because once you get a taste of Dr. Hank's La La Land, then you're going to be like, I want to go there all the time because I don't want to feel this way. And so some people say to me that, um, you know, Dr. Hank, why don't you face reality? And you know what my reply is, Paul? That I shall never face reality. I create reality. Create reality. Nice. And so for you, it seems like you've become very disciplined at controlling yourself and being able to really focus on the positive. Has that primarily come from meditation or 
what do you put it down to your, your ability to really focus on the positive and to really dismiss the negative? Yeah, well, uh, so so there's uh, there's several things. And to to be clear, disciplined is kind of a hard word. Like, oh, I got to be disciplined. And I just play. Okay, I just have fun. So I'm not disciplined. I have fun. I play. But what do I do to get to that point, that vibration yeah. point? And so the first thing is that joy shot. So I do the joy shop every day. And again, I, I talk about, I think about, you know, the things I desire that uh, I appreciate. See, whenever you're in a point of appreciation and appreciation on the vibrational scale, appreciation's right at the top. Grateful is a little bit lower because it's still positive. But grateful is kind of like somebody else did this for me, okay? That this is a okay. cold creative process. You do the asking, your higher power, the father does the work, and then you do the receiving. And so this appreciation, whenever you're in a state of appreciation, it's automatically telling the universe, God, your higher power, whatever, that it is automatically saying you want more of it. And yeah. so the more you can be in a state of appreciation, the better your life is going to be. I appreciate this money I came today uh, that I received today. Easy money, easy life, easy money. Thank you so much for the easy money. And can I please have more of it? <laughs> <laughs> and so how many people, you know, they get their check in or whatever, and they don't do any of that. And so thus, you're not going to, you know, build that momentum, if you will. So joy shop is number one. Number two is, um, and not necessarily in this order, they're all combined, but breathing. So I breathe deeply in the joy shop that I'm always aware I'm driving. I'm breathing in through my nose and then breathing out. And again, the breath, in fact, in the Bible, the word uh, spirit actually means breath. So it's very, very powerful. And then the third one is meditation. And that's why in my program, easy money, easy life. So not the book, but the program, there's actually yeah. a meditation by Archangel Michael that is just incredible, Paul, and has taken, raised people up to that level and that point of attraction that has raised their point of attraction where amazing things have happened. You know, relationships have come together. One person just like two weeks ago um, had 2.5 million dollars of sales. They've never had more than a million dollars of sales in a month ever. And they had 2.5 million. That and so really miracles happen with you. So there are meditations that I have, just really some glorious meditations, some personal meditations, but in this program, easy money, easy life. And again, if you do Dr. Hank at drhank.biz, I can uh, send you the link on how to sign up for it and yeah. uh, you can get it anywhere in the world. All I need is your email and you can get, you know, this amazing program. So those are the three main things, the joy shop, your deep breathing, uh, being quiet, being calm, being relaxed. And again, it's not about discipline, it's about having fun, being enjoy, <laughs> enjoying, uh, and and just loving yourself, loving others, loving life, and um, uh, and then um, to do the meditations, and again to regularly do the meditations. So I've been recently reading a book, um, Deepak Chopra's yes. Spiritual Laws. 
Uh-huh. And a lot of what you're saying sort of reminds me of what was what's been said in this book. Probably one yeah. thing that's really helped me, I, I've kind of felt like at times I haven't been in tune with the universe for want of a better description. I feel like at times I'm battling against it. Yeah. And one of the things it says in that book is to accept what's happening at this point in time, to accept it, that it's meant to be. Yeah. And that your energy, you know, be focused on what you want to create to manifest in the future, but just yeah. to accept. And yeah. for me, I found that quite powerful because I think a lot of cases I wouldn't accept. I'd be you're spending expending so much energy mm-hmm. thinking about things that have just happened and not wanting to accept them. You know, yeah. so an example would be, say, with the car crash, rather than doing what you did, Mm-hmm. I'm sure like most people, I'll be sitting and thinking, why me? Why has this happened to me? Yeah. You know, this isn't fair. I'm unlucky. <laughs> and all this sort of stuff, all this energy. And yeah, pity, Yeah, I mean, just that one one message in there for me, I think is is really been quite significant and just mm-hmm. makes me feel, it's early days, more at peace. Yeah. Just to accept whatever is right now is meant to be. Yeah. Don't expend energy trying to challenge it. Just accept it. Yeah. Focus your energy on the positivity of things that you can create in your future. So, yeah. I, and that's exactly where I said, oh, if I wake up in the morning and that, you know, I'm not feeling as good as I normally do. Yeah. But hey, it's no big deal. I, I just accept it. I allow it. Another good word is to allow. And that when we just allow and really have faith and this is, you know, it's kind of like we're in church now, if you will, that, you know, true faith is to be able to, you know, ask and then expect that what you are asking for is coming to you. And if you just do that pure energy, that pure thought and keep it there without, oh, you know, well, that probably won't happen because whatever. And again, that's where we put the chains around us, that we have chains around our heart. We have chains around our body, our feelings, and then with locks on them. And we put the chains on there. And it's time now to release the chains. And literally, you could just ask, if you'll just ask, I want these chains released off of my heart, these locks of my heart. I want to open up my heart. There's nothing to fear now. I realize that. And you could call on Archangel Michael, who his primary purpose, and all you have to do is invoke him, ask him in, and to release your fear. And then breathe in Archangel Michael. And then as you breathe out, release your fear. And when you have belief that that's what it is, you don't need to go see a doctor or take some medication or whatever, <laughs> that we all have the power within us to be, do, and have what we want, to have our dreams come true, Paul. So for me, okay, um, I'm trying to get into the habit of meditation. What would be some tips that you can offer people for how to quiet in your mind? Because yeah. it can be, particularly when you're not experienced at it, quite difficult yeah. to quieten the mind. You sit there, and then the next minute, these thoughts are coming in, and you're trying to push them away. And, you know, yeah. how, how do you overcome that? What's, yeah. what's a so, so one thing that you said there, don't try to push them away. Whatever you focus right. your attention on grows. So that's right. back to this word, accept or allow that. So so how to, how to meditate? First of all, take schedule time to do that. So I would do 10, 15 minutes, be in a quiet place. So prepare, get your place quiet. 
one of the easiest ways also to go within is to close your eyes. And some people say, like, why do this? I mean, I'm just laying there. I'm not doing something. Well, see, we've all been taught we got to do stuff to get stuff. Yeah. So we do, yeah. do, do. And then we wake up one day and we got do, do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and our life isn't the way we want it. It's kind of crappy. And so instead of doing that, see, to allow the father you to be quiet. So thus, schedule that time. Close your eyes. It helps to go within. Begin to breathe. And so one easy way to get into meditation is to do guided meditation. And the best meditation that I know in the whole world is Archangel Michael's meditation in Easy Money, Easy Life, that it is a a, a way to just calm yourself, no matter how much your little, I call it the committee, that little voice that keeps on going, <laughs> or better describe the drunken monkey. <laughs> it goes everywhere. And if there's any devil, that's the devil, is your own little committee going away yeah. and it's worry, fear, doubt, complaining, blaming, shame, guilt. And so all those things that literally that guided meditation will get you to a point where you'll be in that state and at oneness with your inner, your higher power, your inner self, inner being, with God, with all that is. And when you are, you're then in the flow. And that will then extend. So the first day that you do it, it might last after the meditation for for a half hour that you're in the flow. The next day, maybe it's 45 minutes, no big deal. Don't be concerned about it. The next day might be 15 minutes, no problem. Just know that you're getting a line now and you're starting to flow with life and all that is. And as you do, things will come to you effortlessly. The health, the money, the relationships, the amazing thoughts that it will all come to you. And again, I'm proof of that as well. Mm. And even though the car accident's a big experience that my, my I mean, I literally, I live in heaven. And, uh, <laughs> and, and believe me, everybody would like to too, and you can, and it's easy. And so just to take that time and to really get connected with your soul and that when you do that you will start seeing the magic happen in your life so what do you think if anything has changed for you since your accident has, has that made any sort of fundamental impact on you in terms of what what you are as a person sure but it's not just the accident i'll tell you exactly what it is hmm. everything's gotten better and better why because that's what i asked for that, that my future is a bright future, that everything is getting better and better. And so my accident, like I say, that, you know, I mean, I don't even think, see, and it wasn't an accident, just calling an accident isn't true. I create everything. I got to take responsibility for everything that I wasn't quite, I needed that contrast, that thing that I didn't want to be able to, to go to the next level that I was asking yeah. for. And so it was a on purpose that happened. Again, consciously, I wasn't you know, consciously aware trying to do that. However, that I was being guided. And so when we realize we're being guided every moment of every day, and that when you just let go and allow it, that then you'll be guided to everything that you don't 
uh, that you do want. And the, that contrast that comes, we all have contrast. We have to have contrast, things that we don't want in mm. order to experience a better life, a better future. So when I have contrast in my life, I just love it. I'll, I'll share a funny story with you that, um, I'm on uh, Facebook and I have the most followers you can have is 5,000. I have 5,000. I've had 5,000 for years, whatever. I started a group mm-hmm. under my personal page called Angel Connections. And so I'm on Angel Connections and uh, and I have like 1,600 that I just started, I don't know, nine months ago or something. And that people are yeah. being attracted. I'm not advertising or anything. People are being attracted. I'm writing about uh, the, the angels and angelic thought. Uh, the archangels, information about them, how to invite them in, because there's seven archangels, and each one have this uh, special gift, this loving energy, if you will, from God that comes to us, and these gifts to help us communicate, overcome fear, uh, heal us, you know, do all kinds of things. So I'm sharing this, and when I would, I would go to Google and I'd get an image, a picture of that archangel. And I, so I would pick out a certain one that, you know, is just really nice and, and loving. <laughs> and, uh, and so I would post it. Well, all of a sudden I get a message from Facebook and it says, you're kicked off of Facebook because you broke some, huh. because you broke our rules. But they don't tell me what rules. Okay. <laughs> so, so, and I'm thinking, I haven't posted it all on my personal page for a couple of weeks. On yes. my professional, uh, on my Angel Connections page, you know, I'm talking about angels. They can't have some rule against that now, can they? And then I thought, you know, the only thing could be that. Maybe it's that picture had like rights to it or something. And I didn't know that. And I would need yeah, to pay yeah. five bucks or whatever, you know, for it. So, um, so there was a button that said, now you can, ref- you can contest this and, and, you know, yeah. argue this, you know, on it. And I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll hit that button because, you know, that, that's what I, um, because, you know, it was an innocent mistake. I'm talking about angels. You know, I didn't know they need five bucks, you know, whatever. Okay. And, uh, so I hit that button and I immediately get a message saying, you are permanently for life cut off of Facebook. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just laughing away. I think this is just grand. You know, it's taking me to a new place, a better platform. And so instead of me trying to figure it out, see, don't any of us, don't you try to figure out anything. The father figures it out, okay, that that what we're, our analytical mind is here in order to identify what we want and why we want it. And I would write that yeah. down, guys, what I want and why I want it. And so I went, oh, I love this contrast. This is what I don't want. What do I want? I want yeah. something even better to communicate the good news. This is good news for people. This can free people. This can get, have people's dreams come true. My teaching has been proven for 30 years to do that for thousands of people. And Fortune 100 companies, down to individuals, down to kids being overcoming cancer. I mean, you know, all kinds of things, anything that, you know, and I've done this with people and help people to do this so i just knew that and why do i want it i want to share more of the good news you know on this and then i I, all of a sudden and it took about maybe five days but i don't care how long it takes we have all of eternity so there's no problem (laughs) and uh uh, and so uh that's a few days whatever that all of a sudden i thought wow 
I could start sharing this good news on YouTube. And I already have a YouTube channel under yeah. DR Hank and then Sites, S E I T Z. And, uh, but I thought, hey, I'll put Angel Connections as a subtitle, you know, in there as one of the places. And that way people can go. So, like, I'm happy as a lark. And everybody else that I go, oh, I'm so sorry you're off of Facebook. I'm like, this is great. I have way more time. And, you know, really, I mean, these friends that are friends, most of these people, out of the 5,000 people, I haven't talked to 99% of them, one word on the phone or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I mean, they're called friends, but are they really, you know, friends? Yeah. And, uh, and so, see, it's taking everything and seeing the blessing in everything. And there's just a quick little example that just happened to me within the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's the issue for most of us, though, isn't it? Is that we forever um, focus on the negative and don't pause to see the positive, and that yeah. in life, the challenges that we have, that's where our greatest learnings happens. If everything goes swimmingly well, when you know, I think about myself. When everything's going well, you're in cruise mode. You're not learning anything. You're just going along there which yeah. is not sustainable. But when you have sort of a major event or, or things go wrong, if you're open to it, that's when you learn the most. Yeah. And so I I would I'd like to replace that word learn, like, oh, i got to be learning all the time yeah. or whatever. And again, it's just too much pressure. You know, life is yeah. easy. We're supposed to be skipping along our golden path. So I look at it more as, Oh my gosh, this is an opportunity for more of me to have a brighter future now. That this is going to bring more fun to me, that more play to me. That, um, you know, our soul is actually here when you look at a broader perspective, that our soul is here for three things. The first thing is for growth. And so really what you're kind of uh, talking about is, you know, uh, learning, but but kind of changing that instead of, you know, we're in class and we got to learn yeah. that um, that instead I'm growing. And so we're all yeah. growing because this world has all the contrast we don't want and we do want and we're going to brush up against that that contrast that we don't want and we have to in order to have that growth and this is why like people will retire you know they're 65 or whatever and they say oh i'm going to retire and most people that retire especially from a corporate job in six months they what people call die they transition back into the non-physical and so because they don't have any more desires you know that they're yeah, not birthing yeah. desires. well this contrast births desires of what i do why gives us more clarity so number one or the one of the re, of the three reasons we're here is growth the second reason why we're here is to experience more freedom and so freedom comes in many ways but one way to look at money Money equals freedom. That's it. Money just provides more choices, more variety for us. You know, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Most of us, though, have been taught that money's not good. It's the root of all evil. And actually, mm -hmm. that paragraph in the Bible that says that, it was saying you should honor God 
above all things and not uh, honor any one particular thing as being the God and they use money as an example. So we've been brought up, you know, filthy rich and, you know, uh, just a whole bunch of things that we have in our subconscious mind. We have these beliefs that's done unto us as we believe. So we're like, I really don't want money. So that's why people have ceilings of how much money they're going to allow because, oh, I don't want to be filthy. And that would mean (laughs) I'm rich. So the second thing, and all this is an easy money, easy life to really give you clarity and then for you to be able to allow all the money you want into your experience. And um, and so this freedom, but freedom of, you know, we've seen freedom of, hey, we don't like mass. We don't like, you know, people, governments telling us what to do. And so this has actually increased our desire for more freedom. And so we're actually freer. This is a better world than it's ever been. It's wealthier than it's ever been. There's fewer poor people. I mean, everything is getting better and better. But anybody can look at, oh, but there's a war, whatever. This is a small yeah. war compared to other wars that are typically happening around the world. So we have more peace than we normally do. So so we have more freedom than ever. And so again, why are each one of us individually here? For more growth, it's going to happen. For more freedom, that's for you to ask for and ask for like more money and ask for more freedom of time and all kinds of things, energy and everything. But the prize, the prize for us being here is joy. And when we're in a state of joy, that we are then aligned with our higher power. And then we are skipping along our our golden lighted path and really enjoying this beautiful world that all of us have the potential to be able to enjoy as it was meant to be. And it seems to me, I was talking to someone recently too, Uh, on this sort of similar topic, but it seems to me that a lot of people, and myself included, that what we do is we set expectations before we're allowed to be happy. We'll say, I'll be happy when I've got a million dollars. I'll be happy when um, I achieve this, that, or the next thing. Whereas, you know, whereas, you know, talking to this person, they're saying about he focuses on just enjoying the moment, you know, just enjoying the, at that very point in time, enjoying the journey right. rather than, you know, I'll, I'll be happy when I've got this. No, I'll be happy yeah. now. Right, right. Yeah, it, it kind of uh, is a, a, one of my quotes again that I'm, you know, famous for, if you will, is that you can't have a happy ending, if you will, without a happy journey. And so I know so many people that work themselves to death to try to, you know, get a lot of money. Then they have a lot of money. And the next thing you know, you know, they get divorced and, you know, they're unhappy. They don't know their kids, you know, that. And so, so each of us that literally we have the power in this moment in order to feel good. And when you feel good, that that will continue to increase that that vibrational point that you have, and things will just get better and better for you. And again, when some contrast happens, it's no big deal that, you know, this too shall pass and, uh, and just enjoy this moment and think of this moment. I mean, really, it's magical. We're able to breathe. Our heart is working. Our circulatory system, our digestive system. Our, I mean, it is just our senses, you yeah. know, the way we can see and hear. There's so much going on, but we put those expectations on, and we've been taught that, you know, have goals. You need to have goals. I never have goals. Now, 
Do I have desires? For sure. That are fun and enjoyable, long, happy, healthy, wealthy life. And you keep it general. So a couple of points to help people is, first of yeah. all, keep it more general. You know, it's not about, gee, I want to earn 10000 a month or 100000 a month or whatever it is. That, um, <clears throat> that, hey, I want to grow my business. That I want to serve more people. That I want to allow more money to come in. And so just be more general about it. Because that way it takes the ease, it, it, it takes the hardness that I got to do, the got to have to do is get rid of all of those. The other thing is, don't think about anything that you can't control. So whether it's the war or COVID or a fire yeah. or crime or whatever, if you aren't, you know, in a job or doing that, you know, purposely on that and for sure, don't fight against anything. So, for example, uh, the fight against breast cancer, which, by the way, men get breast cancer, too, that mm. what has happened with that? It's just gotten bigger and bigger. Why? Because everybody has breast cancer. And they think, oh, God, I hope I don't get that. Well, it's not this transmutable disease that we have. What it is, is it's dis-ease. And dis-ease creates all the disease that we have, all the health issues that one could have. It's because we're at dis-ease. And so... What does, if I focus on breast cancer, hell, that doesn't give me ease. <laughs> you know, <that's laughs> and, uh, oh my God, I hope I don't get it. And then people attract and they say, see, this is really bad. So don't fight against anything. It's always for something, for health, for well-being, for love. And, um, and for everything, only focus on what you can actually control. And again, yeah. you can't control the governments or whatever. You're wasting your time. Worse than that, you're actually creating that dis-ease by thinking about things that you don't like and that, and that's a that's a common uh quote too isn't it is don't worry about what you can't control mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's yeah. and it's simple but it's so true why expend energy like we're talking about expend energy on something that you have no influence over anyway yeah. See, and the issue with that sentence is that it says, don't worry. And so, again, you're bringing up, the, you know, the word Negative. worries in there. Right. And so thus, it actually causes worry in people. So even though I'm saying don't anything, whatever that thing is, I'm creating it because I'm thinking about it. And so it's really to get off of that. And so, you know, I help so many people and very easily and quickly with time management. You know, the, one of the main things why people think they don't have much time is because that's what they're thinking and saying. And why <laughs> is our word so powerful? It's articulated thought that comes, so makes it more powerful. And so we tell others, we tell ourselves, oh, I don't have enough time. So... The response is, okay, I'll give you more, not enough time. Or another great one people use is, oh, I'm so busy. And what do they find? Their life becomes busier and busier. So you get rid of those. It doesn't matter if it's true or not, you know, reality looking. That, hey, I like that I have an easy life. I love that I have more time now. 
And so just start saying these easy things to you. And that way you can have an easy life and an abundant life like we've all been promised. So how do people, though, that, you know, they're, they're so ingrained saying these things over so many years, how do you break that cycle and get people to start thinking about what they're saying and realizing the potential impact of the words that they're choosing? So rather than saying, don't worry about what you can't control, saying, I'm going to only focus on what I can I can control yeah, or something like that. How do you yeah. get people to break that cycle? Well, the best and easiest and fastest way is to coach with me. <laughs> that's easy and i've actually answered that question already in that the joy shop which i'm going to give everybody that that is a yep. way that just that you just need to take the first step okay you're gonna go a mile whatever you don't have to get to the mile right now just it's just the first step in the right direction and it's what we've talked about you know meditating uh, breathing deeply doing the joy shop and so if, the, if everybody will just start that, that it's easy. But see, if you start building an argument, on, you know, all my life I've been this way. I had today, I'm coaching <laughs> with a lady that I just, oh, her business has just exploded and her life has, and she's just uh, on a cloud and she's coached with me for maybe, I don't know, two and a half months. And, uh, but today she um, uh, was, was saying, um, Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, that's always how I've been. I talk too fast, you know, and I said, okay, stop that. Stop the argument. You're you're arguing for your lack and limitation that, you. oh, all my life I've talked, yeah. you know, too fast. Yeah. And that, as I was sharing with her to deliberately present as, as, as the good news to people about, uh, you know, her offering her service that she has and, um, and to be more deliberate in her delivery. And so, uh, so she starts saying, Oh yeah, all my life I've been, you know, talking so fast. And then I go, you know, quit making it that I don't care that your power is right now. And so it is, hey, I'm going to be more deliberate in my delivery. Mm. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to get in the flow of life. And I call on Archangel Gabriel, who helps in communication for people not just to listen to me, but that the people that I speak with, that they hear me. And, oh, it does magic and it builds and it connects people and, and friendships and relationships and the offerings that you have. People can hear you. And when they hear you, that they will, if you will, buy from you, that they will, you know, connect and see your value. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that often, and one of the things they talk about in the Deepak Chopra book is about being present, being very present in the moment. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, myself included, are guilty of not being very present. So we're not really aware of what we're saying at times and how we might be saying things, as we touched on before, that potentially are going to attract the negative because we're not actually really conscious of what we're saying. We're really just really on autopilot, as it were. Yeah, yeah, and for sure, for sure. So, 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 uh, so hey, that is that a wrap there? <laughs> it is. So thank you so, so much for that. It's it's a challenge for us all, I think, to look at what we are and, and what we say and how it can impact on our lives. I guess my the message for me, for myself and for other people is if you've just been 
doing what you're doing and it's not really working out, well, why not give it a go? Why not actually just trying to be positive with everything and, and focus your energy on positivity? Because if it's not working the way you are at the moment, yeah. what have you got to lose? Exactly. You bet. Yeah. And it is easy. And so it doesn't have to be a challenge. And so uh, we all have the power to do that. And it just takes one minute in this moment. And so I thank you all. I thank you, Paul, for having me on your amazing show. And you've just uplifted and impacted so many people. And I appreciate you and insights into success, which I kind of get a kick out of that because my last <laughs> name is Sites. And then you have insights uh, into success. But you're just amazing. And for all of you, I really would encourage you to simply send me that email to drhank at drhank.biz. And I'll send you the joy shop. And uh, you'll be on your merry way all right well thank you very much frank i really appreciate your time it's been enjoyable and enlightening so well, uh, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much thank you paul appreciate you